these are our favorite kind of episodes. I mean, we don't get to do a lot of them, but it's it's always good when we can feature um, positive stories and happy stories of growth like this one we have today from repeat trans world clients. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Trans World Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And this week's Deal Board is a great episode. We love episodes like this where we get to talk to entrepreneurs and relay their stories so you can perhaps do what this great young couple has done. Yeah, it's, it's, these are our favorite kind of episodes. I mean, we don't get to do a lot of them, but it's it's always good when we can feature um, positive stories and happy stories of growth like this one we have today from repeat trans world clients. So Andy, you interviewed these, like I said, repeat clients of, of trans world in Florida, right? Right. We have Ray and Sam Taylor and Samantha Taylor, and they are husband wife team and they have a young child actually uh, named uh Kenzie, Kenzie, McKenzie, McKenzie, yep. and they named their hauling company after it. But uh, you know, Sam and Ray have bought several businesses from us and continue to grow. And each time they kind of build their company to the next level. And it's really a great story because they they're very humble people and they just keep saying, oh, we don't know anything. We're not smart people. But, you know, it's so funny. You hear that story from entrepreneurs that say, oh, we're not smart. Oh, we don't know how to do things. But it's, you know, we always talk about that people have paralysis by analysis. These people don't. And I think it's a great lesson. And we've talked about before what a great opportunity there is for young people to go out and buy and grow businesses right now. Yeah, I, I think that's why we wanted to fe feature this story in particular. We've talked a little bit about, Andy, with the younger generations when we're looking at Gen X, Millennials, Gen Z will be buying businesses soon. We've seen the research that those um, those generations in particular are going to look for multiple businesses across their careers. And you and I both know starting a business from scratch is really hard. Um, and giving yourself a jump start to buy a business, buy an existing business, maybe even grow your current business through acquisition, or uh, like the Taylors did, maybe buy and sell different types of businesses throughout your career and lifetime. Yeah. And we've seen so many, I don't know what it is about family businesses getting together, right? So one of our, our previous episodes, we talked to uh, the two brothers that have bought mm -hmm. several businesses, uh, landscaping businesses, Jeff and Jonathan, and they've done such a great job of growing their brands of landscaping tree, blah, blah, blah. This company company is similar and they, they've done some hauling. They've done some tree things. They're going to tell you all about it, but, uh, you know, and it's funny tonight I have a meeting, a zoom meeting with, uh, actually my dentist oh, <laughs> and his two sons, want to buy a business. They finally have gone through their 20s and they're getting up there in age. And they said, you know, we ought to do something for ourselves. And we're seeing that more and more, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely seeing that more and more. I mean, there's some, some interesting things done. Uh, well, they probably won't go into dentistry, but there's also some industries too, that I think are really conducive for multiple buys and flips. And, and it's interesting that you pointed out that other interview we did was in landscaping. This one's in trees and hauling and 
you see lots of opportunities in those construction home trade services. So um, I, I think there's a ton of opportunity there. There's also a lot of people retiring in those sectors. So as we're seeing these second generations pursuing buying a business or getting started for the first time, um, there's just a lot of things that they can vet. And it may be a resurgence in some of these industries too, for some younger owners, more innovation into that, those industries. $12 trillion of private equity needs to change hands. $75 trillion of wealth will be passed down from baby boomers to the next generations. What was it? 75% of all employees are employed by baby boomer businesses. I mean, just a huge shift is about to take place. And, you know, the interesting thing is prices, you know, everybody talks about inflation. Prices for businesses have not, for the most part, ballooned like inflation. So there are still great deals out there. Less inventory these days, yep. but still good deals. Yeah. I mean, it is funny. We've talked about this. Uh, we we joked we had the two times episode, two times earnings is what the average business sells for back when we first launched the show. And then we, we joked during the pandemic that we should make it two and a half times because it bumped up a little bit. But now it's kind of settled back down. It's somewhere in that two to two and a half times. So it is never thought about it, but it's, it's like the one thing that you can still buy for the same value today as you did 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think if you got a variable rate loan these days, uh, it's going to probably go down over the next few years. So I, I don't think there's any danger in buying a business now and, and worrying about interest rates going up. I think the opposite, you'll be able to renegotiate or refinance later on and find a less expensive loan. So it is a great time to go out there and buy. And what we love about these stories, again, is that it will give you a kind of blueprint. And it'll, now I'm not suggesting, you gotta listen to this story, it's a great story, that you do things like go long on credit cards. And I mean, <laughs> those are scary things. There's a lot more money available to people now and a lot more programs that have come out that gives entrepreneurs a chance to buy a business. So capital is, I think, at an all-time high in availability. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But what I do like about the story is like you hit on it, Andy, this is a blueprint. Um, these are not, this couple was not experts in buying businesses and selling businesses when they started. And, and like you said, they would tell you that they're still not experts today. But through the help of great advisors, like some of the, the advisors on your team, they learned along the way and they've built a really significant um, company for themselves and their daughter. Yeah. And the funny thing is we've seen the business world pick up in the last few months. We've been talking about it. I just got back from visiting you in Dallas and your amazing team there. And we are, again, starting to see those record months, those larger deals starting to close. The the private equity groups starting to say, hey, it's time to deploy money again. So and and in the in the real estate world, we might actually see it slow down. So, again, a lot of people turning to us, the business world to be to be entrepreneurial and to make money. So. Yeah. And if you're watching this episode sometime in later December and the 
best time really to both buy and sell a business in the beginning of the year. Um, I'm sure we'll cover this in our year-end recap in our kickstart year. We've got to get JT Tatum back on. But um, one of the top reasons or the top uh, uh, resolutions people make every January 1st is change of career or expansion of their career. So if you're sitting in late December listening to this episode, now's a really good time to consider learning a little bit more about the business for sale market and getting active come the turn of the year. Yeah, absolutely. If you're a baby boomer, 24 is your year. It is time to go. Uh, technology, if it, if you are not going to invest major dollars into new infrastructure, new technology, if you're just sitting on your business, just milking it, I think that road's going to end for you. So I think if you're not going to do it yourself, you need to get a younger generation, someone in there that's going to do it. And uh, it's time. It's time to sell. And yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, it, it'd be great for you to have your business packaged and on the market while people are fulfilling that New Year's resolution. Yeah. Well, let's jump into the story of the Taylors. I think it's a great learning lesson. It's always fun to feature successful entrepreneurs that have worked with Transworld. And we want to thank them for being on the show. Yeah, it's, it's a great episode. Enjoy. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is deal of the week, and we have a great deal. We have Simon Padilla from Transworld Business Advisors of Atlanta Peachtree, and he just closed a really nice deal in the healthcare industry. Uh, we were talking a little bit about it before we started, and I said, hold up. You got to tell the story to to our audience. So, so yep. Solomon, welcome. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for having me. So, tell me, tell me about the deal. Sure, the deals. Uh, we we had a healthcare company come to us last year, February of last year. Um, it was a total of fourteen months marketing agreement to close. Hmm. Uh, this healthcare company, they they work out of Medicaid waivers, about ninety eight percent of their revenue. They care for. They have an adult day center. Um, uh, they have group homes and they have host homes. So the day center is where the development disabled go. These are all adults. They go during the day, right? And then some of them, there's about nine patients, nine clients that go and actually stay in homes with them that, that they actually live with the company. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they have an agreement for host homes where they uh, give patients to basically get adopted by, you know, someone that is, is responsible enough and cleared by the state. And then they split the the profits, the the Medicaid stipends with the host home and the company. So they came to us with a tax lien last year. It was sizable, $1.5, $1.6 million at the time. Uh, in a lot of trouble with the IRS, had a tax attorney. Tax attorney said, hey, your best option is to treat as an asset, sell the business. So they called us. So we went to work immediately, you know, dealing with the IRS, figuring out how to get over the tax lien, how to do that in an SBA loan, because you know, that's something we had encountered before. And then, of course, we had to go to work figuring out how to deal with the challenging licensing issue with Medicaid uh, for buyers that have never had a license 
and for buyers that may. Mm -hmm. So those were the two initial challenges, but we were under contract three times. Um, and actually the deal was going to close last year, but four weeks before closing, they got served a lawsuit. Mm. So that killed that deal. Uh, and then we were able to, I had a backup buyer, um, who called me every day, every other day for about four weeks, he ended up being the right guy. Uh, he actually had a, a business in the same industry doing just about what they do, but a little bit more revenue. So he ended up being the one, but we worked through some challenging issues on this one. Uh, it was a wild ride. So we had two banks um, on the deal. Wow. We ended up with six attorneys all together on the deal between buyer, seller, and the banks. We worked both banks on the deal, all the requirements uh, up until the week before close, until he finally chose a bank. Um, and we had referred one. And uh, yeah, I mean, we worked through getting residential. This is my favorite one. Getting residential 10-year uh, leases for the SBA on residential houses in mm. central, rural, central Georgia, which was a challenge. Um, we worked through some other lien issues as well. They had some additional liens and, and judgments we had to work through and negotiate through as well. But uh, I had both banks tell me um, that this was uh, both vice presidents from both banks told me this was the most complicated deal they had done in 15 years. So, but we got it done and we, uh, we got it. We got a good, uh, a good amount out of it. So. Excellent. Well, I mean, listen, that's the magic of trans world, right? Having all the resources to get a very, very complicated deal like that done. And so, Congratulations, Solomon. I mean, that is a really, I know you guys had worked on that for a long time. It was a large deal. What was it about 3 million bucks? $3 million. Asking price was 2.7. We got $300,000 over asking price. Great. And sellers. so the seller, sellers must have been happy to get out of all those uh, IRS uh, liens. Very much so. Very much so. Well, yeah. again, sounds like good deals, good people, and Solomon, what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody else wants to talk to you about a deal they have? You can call our office at 770, um, let me get that over here, 770-766-9855. Uh, Excellent. Thanks, Solomon. Thanks for coming. Give us a today. call. Thank you, Andy. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we have a great episode and a great interview. And we're so excited. Uh, we love having entrepreneurs and their entrepreneurial stories here on the deal board. And we have a couple of great entrepreneurs, as well as one of my partners, John Guywitz from Transworld Business Advisors of Jacksonville, who has been helping uh, this amazing couple uh, grow their business through acquisition and selling off businesses and buying other businesses. But I want to jump right in and introduce Sam and uh, Ray Taylor. And they have several companies. I'll let them tell their story uh, quickly. I want to say hello to John. John, thanks for coming on today. My pleasure, Andy. And looking forward to the story. And I'll start out with Ray. Ray, welcome. And why don't you give us a little bit of how this all started? Hey, thanks for having us on. So yeah, started out kind of a poor farm boy, wanted more for my life. And uh, 
pretty much just started working. That's really all I know how to do. My dad's a Vietnam vet. My mom's just a crazy horse lady, as we all, you know, know those kind of women. So she's a hard old woman. And uh, the number one thing that they pretty much taught me from the word go is strictly do what you say you're going to do and bust your ass every day. <laughs> well, that, that it, that's awesome advice. I mean, that's what I think what we all do as entrepreneurs and uh, successful entrepreneurs do that. So where, where did you grow up? Where was this, where was this upbringing right outside Jacksonville? Uh, pretty much. Yes, sir. So we're in a small little one light town, Hastings, Florida. And um, essentially it's, it's a little farming town. There's like, there's, there's no work there. So you have to travel outside to like St. Augustine or Jacksonville for any kind of real work, unless you wanted to be a potato farmer. Right. So what was your first business? So my parents split up when I was 12 years old. So single mom, no money working the normal seven to five job. Um, so I'm just around the neighborhood with her. We moved from the country to like a little community with probably like 50, 60 homes in it. I'm 12 years old and I'm just like, I, you know, all, I see all my buddies and they all have new bikes and skateboards and cool clothes and all this stuff. And I'm just like, well, I'm not just going to sit around here and, you know, twiddle my thumb. So I just started uh, mowing grass. I, I feel like a lot of like young service guys do. And uh, eventually grew that to, we had about 125 residential accounts. I had a lot of big commercial accounts, you know, your big box stores. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say them or, but the blue ones, the orange ones, you know, all of those. Um, awesome. Yes, sir. So in 2014, uh, Samantha and I sold, sold that business with John. Um, that was our first business. You'll have to tell them how John found you. Yeah. So I had John so, find you. So I was, you know, just, this is back in the days of Craigslist and, you know, I'm just like, it was just fed up and burned out before we had sold. I had started a tree division. There's a lot more money to be made in the arboriculture industry. And, um, so anyways, I just kind of listed it. I, my heart wasn't in it anymore. And, you know, like anyone, it's impossible to find help, especially that caliber of, of employee. And um, so, and you can't afford them at the end of the day as well. So anyways, I uh, made this post on Craigslist and John reached out, you know, like comes with all this and all these accounts and this, that, and the other. And it, I mean, I feel like it was pretty enticing because it got John's attention. So it must be somewhat decent. So he ended up reaching out and uh, we sold that business for a whopping little over a quarter million dollars in 2014. And of course, for us at that time, we thought we were, you know, just rich, you know, I had over a hundred thousand dollars in my account. Are you kidding me? I was like the big guy in town. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that much. Money no. Oh my goodness. Before. So no. we thought at that time that that was, you know, a really big deal. I'm a made man. I got a it, wonderful wife and partner and, and, just all kinds of money. How am I going to spend all this? <laughs> well, listen, that still is a lot of money, but it, you know, it, in, in the grand scheme of things, when you're running a business, yes, it could be very little money as you now know, as you grow your next business. So John, anything about that first deal that you wanted to add? Yes. I think that was the first, uh, in that experience, uh, Ray learned the lesson of, We've got to keep some books and records. <laughs> yes, I, I totally skipped right over that. 
but we got it done because a lot of a lot of hard work and uh and, and i'll tell you something else uh Ray, one of ray's secret weapons is sam because she boy you ask her something if i i tell sam i always make fun when we're in the middle of a deal if, if it's taken more than 20 seconds for me to get it i started to get concerned <laughs> so, so a lot of it has to do with their teamwork absolutely sam is definitely the yin to my yang and without her i i mean i i owe it all to her because you know she's the one that really puts the icing on the cake so i couldn't do it without her when we all did right. that first deal we had just um just were kind of seriously dating. I actually had another job at the time. And so um, once I came on and started helping with the books after that first deal, we we got everything in order, but it was um, it was a <laughs> trials and tribulations getting there. Absolutely. All right, so tell me about what happened next. I mean, you sell that business, you have a couple hundred thousand dollars to spend all of a sudden, or at least a hundred. And so how'd you build the next business? Yeah, so before we sold the the lawn maintenance landscaping company, like I said, we we started in the arboriculture industry. So I was transitioning from the lawns to the tree world. I keep saying arboriculture, that's tree work. I apologize. So it's okay. So it makes you sound I, smart. Very, that's right. Very passionate about that. I became a certified arborist. I became a class A awesome. CD driver, became a certified crane operator, track qualified, all of the stuff. And the uh, the arboriculture industry is is that it is left or right and there is no in between. You have real tree pros, certified arborists, board certified master arborists, people that eat eat, sleep, and breathe tree work, and then you have half price Harry who is ruining the industry. <laughs> so, right, you know. So, anyways, we pretty much took that 100, 150 grand we had left over after paying Transworld and all of our bills and you know those things that we learned taxes that's that's as we've grown and sold three businesses now i'm we learned a big lesson on on, on taxes <laughs> yeah so we're, we're getting better at that as well so but yeah so we took that business and we sold that that was doing a little over i think three three and a half million dollars a year and we sold that in 2019 i think i believe you're right and right before we sold that, here we are again, I started two other businesses. So obviously in the tree world, we have big grapple trucks. So, you know, the trucks with the claw on the back. So over a big part from when we invested in the tree business to when we sold it. Okay. I apologize. So <laughs> took our whopping 150 grand and we bought a mini skid steer, like a tiny bobcat per se, and a chipper. I was climbing every day. It about killed me. We built multiple trucks. I like weld and like fabricate. It's kind of like a hobby. I still do it today. So fortunately, I can like build and fix anything. So we were buying a bunch of old junk trucks and fixing them up, making them work for us and then selling them and buying newer and better and yada, yada, yada. But so, yeah, we took a $100,000 investment. And, and put it into the tree business. And then we grew from one crew to two crews to three crews. Um, at the peak of the growth of that business, um, the tree business, I think we were operating four full-time tree mm. crews. We were doing residential and commercial tree work. We, um, had branded this company to look like, you know, a well-established successful business. Well, not to look like it was, it was we yes. had four or five on staff certified arborists. Every guy there was a CDL driver. I mean, 
every single one of my guys I would welcome into my home with open arms. I could turn my back on them without having to worry. They did the right thing even when no one was looking. And that right. That that inevitably is, I think, the keys to success is is your guys. You, I mean, your employees, the people under you, because they are you. You rely on them all day, every day. Yeah, so, that's go ahead. Yeah. Built, so we built that um, tree service up. Great marketing, great brand, great group of employees. Really took care of our staff. I mean, it was it was a well oiled machine. But Ray likes to go fast and hard into something. And then once it, he's seen it come true fruition and it's, you know, doing well on its own, then he turned, you know, kind of tends to find something else that catches his interest. Once it's not a challenge anymore, I feel like he's ready to take on the next thing. So <laughs> we have a, with him, we have a saying for that in our industry. Serial entrepreneur. Ray, Ray is quintessential serial entrepreneur. Yes, he is. I, <laughs> yes, you are. So Incredible founder, too. Uh, we kind of went to John and said, okay, you know, we've really, we've for three years built this great business. We feel like the numbers are where we want them to be. We feel like it's um, very attractive for a buyer. Let's put this out there and see what happens. So we went through a few potential candidates um, before we landed on the buyers that actually ended up obtaining this business. And um, yeah, we were happy with the the number and happy with the buyers and moved forward with that um, sale. And right before we sold that, sorry, I was really moving fast there. Right before we sold that, we, we started two other businesses. One is like a heavy earthwork land clearing site development company. And then another is kind of a the big grapple trucks that pick up the tree debris from a tree service. In that durational period, we chased a couple hurricanes because they're always needing help. Sure. So we got like a little taste of that. Again, that is the ultimate fast and hard. And then you can go home after 90, 120 days. You just give it all you got and you get to go home. You're rewarded for doing so. But so we started, we kind of split off into two companies. We had our heavy earth work and then our grapple truck division. So then we kind of, you know, John helped us get that business sold, which gave us a little more money to put in our pocket. And that way we could invest, invest in both of those kind of simultaneously. And uh, so this time, instead of a, a quarter million, we sold for 1.6, I think. Right. Only. Well, so that would have been five years later. Mm -hmm. So five years later, we sold the tree business for 1.6 million with John. Right. Nice. Um, it's been three years. Mm -hmm. Three, three and a half years. Mm -hmm. We also learned more lessons about taxes mm -hmm. and uh, debt service. John's just smiling ear to ear. Ray, quit buying stuff. That's what that's all he ever says to me. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I want shiny and fast and you know reliable and it you know running that old junk i came from that life i don't want to be turning wrenches on it anymore but here right. i am every day so now you own the two the hauling business and the grapple tree business you know the grapple business um yeah, no. So the site development company we just recently sold uh, 30, yes. 40, what, about 40 days ago, John, I think. Yeah. So that business has just recently been sold for just a hair under 3.5 million. Um, 
that one I felt like we really we were all pulling our hair out on it just I, I'm assuming the bigger they get the more levels and layers that there are to kind of like cut through and it's we're learning that the hard way as well. Mm-hmm. We got a little smarter with our taxes this time and kind of know how to invest some things a little differently where we don't get slammed as bad. But yeah, that, um, that, that's been a huge one. And that was a, so now that it's just Kinsey hauling, we have some other commercial property stuff too. That's just our little side project sure. you know, mailbox money, but, um, it, it running the two simultaneously definitely is, a uh, is, is difficult and uh, heavy equipment, you know, specialized equipment, um, the the level of competence, competency level for the employee is, is there's a lot there. There's a lot of layers to try to find the right guys and they're expensive. And of course, in today's world, everyone's looking for bottom dollar and it's hard to get quality with bottom dollar. So that, um, getting that business off of us has been a breath of fresh air, to be honest, for our family life. Like we have two children. I take my son to school every day now. I don't have to travel as much. So it's been, I mean, monetary, you know, value aside, it's been like a massive, like mental uh, stress reliever getting that second one gone. But, you know, listen, it's the amazing story. This is like uh, American dream kind of stuff. And, You've congratulations, both of you, for all your hard work. I mean, I, I think you said it best in the beginning that, you know, you, you show up, you do what you say you're going to do, and you work your butt off. And obviously, you've done that three times over and were able to build a business and sell it. You know, John, what, what else do you see, you know, uh, in some of these deals that you might want to mention? Sure. Yeah. So, well, obviously, the, the next question is how long until we sell your next business? <laughs> I wasn't going to ask that. <laughs> we're, 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 uh, we're working together constantly. One of the things that I think uh, is important here is that Ray, Sam, and I have stayed in contact throughout the years and, and actually doing evaluations along the way of trying to provide guidance wherever I can to help them uh, get groomed the businesses to, to 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 reach the maximum amount when it's time when it is time to go to market and I, I I hope I have the honor to do that with you guys on the next one no matter how many years it is from now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I I think there's some great lessons here too. I mean, you 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 just heard it in the stories, everybody who's listening. Uh, between proper bookkeeping. Uh, and understanding taxes and understanding uh, debt service and understanding, uh, you, you didn't say it, but I'm sure there was some accumulated uh, depreciation that you had to pay ordinary income on instead of capital gains, which turned out to be a tax bill. And, you know, those are things that you might eventually have to manage uh, with big equipment. But I, I think the other thing is, Ray, you know, obviously, Whatever industry you dive into, uh, you've decided to become an expert. And we talk about that all the time is to continue getting educated in different things. I mean, whether uh, you became a CDL driver or you, you know, just learned to be an arborist and uh, all those things. I mean, I, I think it's incredible, uh, the tenacity. Uh, you know, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, uh, Ray and, and Sam are still young people, uh, so... Uh, maybe not as young as when they first started, but 30, uh, 33. 
mm-hmm. and sold his first business at 24. That's amazing. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it's great stuff. And, you know, that's what our listeners are are listening to. You know, how do I get started? If you were to give anybody advice on, you know, even as a couple uh, about, you know, buying a business or, you know, starting a business, you know, what would your advice be? I know mine, but I'll let you go first. Uh, do what you say you're going to do and do not over promise and under under deliver. Like that is, I feel like everything. If you no say, meditation. if you say you're going to do something, you better do it. Even if you're going to lose money or, you know, you just, your reputation is so important. It is imperative. Yeah. I would say the biggest thing that I've taken away from starting from the bottom to where we are now, and if this is a, a young entrepreneur listening, um, the most important thing I would say is that it is expensive being poor. <laughs> from the beginning, you know, keep pay your bills on time, you know, keep that credit score, invest your money wisely. I mean, the way that we started is definitely the most difficult way. I oh, mean, 29% interest loans on buy here, pay here trucks. And I mean, making deals with these cash loans, these cash loan, the loan sharks, just like with, you know, they don't, they're not going to. Unfortunately, we, legs, we, didn't, we didn't have another option. And we did a lot of bad financial deals before we got here. And looking back now, I feel like it. we probably wasted a lot of money. Um, but they were good lessons because we appreciate now so much, you know, what we have and the way we use our money. Um, but if you are starting from the beginning, I think that the most important thing is to really try to be wise with your money, you know, not buying things that you can't afford and take a, a credit card out and, and use it and pay it and, really just try to make good financial decisions from the start. Otherwise they're going to haunt you for years. Oh my goodness. Credit history is everything. My goodness. And it's taken us 10 years to, to build up, you know, the business credit and the personal credit and, you know, invest wisely. And I think if you can really start with a good financial foundation, it makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. That's, that's incredible. I mean, it's, it's just an incredible story. Uh, it's incredible lessons, uh, you know, great takeaways. John, did you want to add anything before we wrap it up? Um, so every once in a while as a business broker and you know, this Andy, that you get lucky enough to have the, the relationship that we, I've I've enjoyed having with the tailors and you earn that relationship. Um, you, you earn that relationship by staying in touch, not being transactional, if you will. I, I, I've, uh, I've had the pleasure of, of working with them over and over and over again because we're not just done at the closing. We're, we're going to stay in touch. We're going we're gonna to even, we're going to hear about the horror stories post-close, right? We all know that. There's going to be some things during the transition that after the closing that that aren't going to go exactly the way that we we wanted them to go so i would say that uh, sticking with building the relationship with your with your buyers and sellers and having the opportunity to work with great people like the tailors just i've been amazingly blessed to to be to be involved in uh in, in with you guys the whole way 
And John, we appreciate you so much. I was going to say, we feel the same way. Absolutely. And we there's I, I couldn't do it without Sam and I definitely couldn't do it without you. So as long as you guys, I can keep you guys in my corner. I mean, I feel like, you know, there, there is no ceiling. Well, we will definitely be in your corner. And yes, I too want to add that, you know, uh, we are so thankful to have entrepreneurs like you and repeat customers like you and just supporting um, just amazing people growing their businesses. Uh, we're glad we can be a resource uh, to the two of you. Is there any business that you want to plug uh, before we leave <laughs> one of the businesses or you're just kind of business to business at this point? Pretty much. Yes or no. I appreciate it. No, we're, we're, yeah, it's all business to business for us. Well, again, great story. Thank you so much for telling it. Uh, look forward to uh, seeing you and talking to you again soon. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you so much, Ray. Thank Thanks, you so John. much, John. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having us on. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Listing of the Week, and I have Ian Mackey from Vancouver, Washington. Vancouver, Washington, indeed. Excellent. And so tell us about this listing. So this listing, I'm really excited about it. It is a uh, heavy equipment, truck-mounted heavy equipment manufacturer so we're nice. talking hydraulics we're talking spinning metal in the back of a truck and this guy's got three proprietary designs that that he owns the design they've got great gross margins proven profitable and it's something that every municipality county anybody who owns a road or lots of them needs this for road maintenance so there's a large potential market and the thing about this pro this company is They've got the manufacturing down. They've got the design down. They don't have strong marketing. They need somebody who understands the market who can really make this scale and make it take off. And it's a bargain. It's going 680000 and somebody is going to make a mint out of this thing. Sounds like a great deal. If they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? I'm Mackie, I-M-A-C-K-I-E at Transworld, or sorry, tworld.com or 360-921-8943. Come get it. Amazing opportunity. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear, or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. 